Good to have you along. Thanks for being with me. I'm Jerry Yegar in for John Moore. Apparently he's feeling somewhat better and is planning to come back tomorrow, but we'll see how that goes. That necessitates Mark Tui being in for me again from nine until noon. So he's going to drop by in a few minutes here, half an hour or so, and uh, do the morning brief with me. Also, by the way, I want to remind you, we podcast everything we do here, and uh, you can find the shows wherever you get your podcasts. You go to wherever you get your podcasts, download more in the morning, download my show, uh, the Jerry Agar show, or any of the shows here. So, um, you know, we realize you can't necessarily sit here the entire time of the show, listen to every moment that we do, uh, if you do do that. But, uh, hey, hello, <laughs> good to have you there, but that's, that's not normally the case. So Ben and Jerry's over the uh, long weekend for both the United States and Canada decided to take on their customer base in both countries. I'm looking at the tweet they put out on Canada Day, and there's a there's a little drawing of the globe showing um, North America the United States and Canada, and there's a Canadian flag stuck in the Canada part, and it says, Oh, Canada, our home on stolen land. And then Ben and Jerry's writes, Another day to talk about hashtag land back and how we can support communities defending their land. Take action this Canada Day. Now, as CTV reports on this, their headline is, People vow to boycott Ben and Jerry's after ice cream company market Canada Day by tweeting about stolen land. Joining me to talk about this on the American side of the equation, NBC News Radio National Correspondent Aaron Rayal. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yes, you guys got it first. Um, Saturday, July 1st, we came Saturday, July, excuse me, um, Tuesday, July 4th. Ben and Jerry's now facing calls for a boycott here in the U.S. They said that in the U.S. they um, are committed to returning stolen indigenous land. They did this in a 4th of July message. Um, and Ben and Jerry's has always been a quirky little brand that has taken social stances. This is not the first time they did this, but, you know, it's it's really a lot of sand in uh, patriotic folks' eye on, on the 4th of July here in the U.S. And, and they said, they took to Twitter, they posted an image and it read, the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land this July 4th. We're committed to returning it. Social media quickly responded. They called the company. They called on people to give it a Bud Light moment. They yeah. were referring to the controversy and the subsequent boycott um, after that beer brand partnered with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney back in April. They have seen their sales plummet um, tremendously, actually, their, their stock price as well. So that is a boycott that has actually worked. Usually when you have folks calling on, on boycotts, it, it's just a little bit of time before it abates. But I think the difference here, and, and let me know your thoughts on this one. I think that Ben and Jerry's, this is pretty on brand for Ben and Jerry's. They have done this before. In March, they weighed in on Ukraine, the co-founder Ben Cohen. He spoke out against the U.S. providing military aid to the Ukraine. He said the U.S. should use its power to negotiate an end to the war. They also spoke out about the Palestinian territories. Talk about a contested area. They, they said, 
um, that they were putting a freeze on selling ice cream in the occupied Palestinian territories. This drew intense fury from um, Israelis, including the, the PM Netanyahu. And then they actually later filed a lawsuit against their parent company Unilever after they uh, sold the licensee to a local uh, licensee and, and continue to sell. They've spoken out about BLM, about LGBTQ. The list goes on and on. So, again, yeah. this is pretty on brand for them. Well, sure. I mean, Ben and Jerry themselves are a couple of hippies, and they've always been very leftist, and, and everybody knew that about their company. They're living in a different environment today than the environment in which they first came along. Um, and uh, and it may make a difference. I don't know. Maybe Kid Rock will go out and shoot some quarts of ice cream or something uh, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and ramp it up the way he did with uh, Bud Light. H- has there been any indication that people are joining a, ba- a boycott or is it, as you said, yeah, it's Ben and Jerry's. That's how they are. I mean, people are getting fired up on Twitter. Are they boycotting it, particularly in the summer? The numbers do not yet reflect that. Again, it's only been two days, so we'll have to wait and see. But I, I, I don't listen. The reason this is different than Bud Light is that Bud Light's customer base, they felt almost betrayed by yeah. what happened. It just it was so off brand for them. I remember when it came out, it was April 1st. And, and I'm completely indifferent. I think that people should uh, truly my indifference couldn't be deeper. I don't drink Bud Light. <laughs> I don't mind. I want everyone just to live and let live uh, yeah. as a journalist. Like, I, I shoot it right down the middle. And I remember thinking I was like, oh, this must be an April Fool's thing. Like I, it was so off brand. I just it, like you, you didn't know what it you, it was just kind of surprising. And this is very much on brand for Ben and Jerry's. This is kind of what they do. So I don't think they're they're their customer base is going to feel betrayed in the slightest. Well, and the other thing is that there was a double whammy from Bud Light, and it was not just their partnering up with Dylan Mulvaney, but it was also one of their executives kind of dissing the customer base. Um, and uh, th- that got much more attention and fired around the Internet. And people, well, if you don't like me, then oh, I won't buy your beer then. Uh, so it was different in that regard. But, uh, you know, I look at something like this, and I wonder if Ben and Jerry's then are going to uh, give to uh, a local native band their facility and uh, and and let uh, a native band uh, profit from making the ice cream. Are they going to do that, or is this just everybody else has to give back land? That's the hypocrisy I often see from these kinds of things. Yes, and you're not alone in that that particular sentiment. You know, a lot of Twitter users they called on the company to be the first to give up their profits, profits, their their property, their factories, their buildings, their stores. Um, actually, one Twitter user said, okay, you start, relinquish your headquarters, they wrote on Twitter, this should be easy, wrote another, shut down and donate all of your land facilities and assets to indigenous people. So you're right, it, you know, it brings up the question of virtue signaling, which is essentially when you're demonstrating your good character, your social concert, consciousness, um, your awareness of certain issues, but you're just doing it for the sake of appearing good in people's eyes as opposed to living it now ben and jerry's they're willing to take a hit for what they believe in they, they always have been and there's some vermont hippies that's who they are and that's cool that's just who they are <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you well, know you can you can love it or hate it but they've never really apologized for that and i think the authenticity in knowing who they are and knowing their customer base it it, it kind of goes over better and if it, you really don't like it 
enjoy Hagen dazs You know, yeah. like there's other alternatives. That's exactly the brand I was going to mention. I mean, they're, they're not the only uh, sort of high cream, high price uh, ice cream. Somebody's writing in, uh, I think they're misunderstanding what you're saying, Aaron, because somebody wrote me a text message here. Not on brand. They sell ice cream. That's what they should focus on. It's on brand from the fact that from the very day they put out their first ice cream, they were always uh, showing what they called their social conscience, and they've all, always been kind of hardcore lefties. That's just who they are. That's just who they are. And also that, that listen, what that uh, text message kind of demonstrates, and this is not, this is not incorrect either, is that a lot of people don't want products to weigh in on social issues. Right. And, and that's kind of, you know, you have every single product taking a stance on a social issue and you're like, come on guys, I just want to buy toothpaste. I, I understand that, you know, and that's, for a long time, uh, products never did this. They never wanted to weigh into controversy. They were just like, oh, please, we're just going to sell pancakes, I, I, whatever <laughs> the, the thing is. Um, yeah. And it, now it seems like they, they say that it builds this connection with the consumer. But it, you, while doing that, you might build a strong connection with some consumers and then ostracize others. But it, it is absolutely a trend in terms of marketing and, and companies now. They're all weighing in on social issues, which used to never be the prerogative. Yeah, we have a marketing expert who we use here on the radio station. He has formed and sold several ad agencies. Tony Chapman is his name. And when the Bud Light thing first hit, I said to him, what kind of impact is this going to have on corporations in terms of their they are wanting to show their social conscience. And he said, oh, believe me, there are boardroom meetings going on right now saying, hey, that campaign where we're planning, we're going to stop that now. Just advertise the product. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a beat and remember, like, just so, yeah. sometimes people don't want social consciousness with their, you know, deodorant. They just want deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We don't, will not stink, not get in a stinking debate. That's what we there want with our deodorant. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Okay, that's Aaron Real, NBC News Radio National Correspondent.